Welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. Today is Thursday, September 9th, 2021. Let's take a look at today's charts. At number one, we got BTC at $46,160.72, down 1.19%. Ethereum at number two, $3,485.13, up 0.7%. Number three, we got Cardano, $2.43, down 2.08%. Binance Coin, number four, $410.78, down 1.58%. Tether, number five, $1. Solana, number six, $211.15, up 21.54%. XRP, number seven, $1.10. Dogecoin, number eight, 25 cents. USD Coin, $1. And last but not least, number 10, Polkadot, $28.02, down 0.64%. Let's take a look at the crypto fear and greed index. Extreme fear can be a sign that investors are too worried. That could be a buying opportunity. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. So we got fear at 45. Yesterday was neutral at 47. Last week was greed at 74. And last month was greed at 71. Let's take a look at the articles for today. We got five of them. Article one is Cardano's drop to $2 more than just a bearish breakout. Article two, major reasons for Bitcoin and Ethereum's sudden decline in price. Article three, Panama unveils bill to make Bitcoin legal tender. Article four, digital scarcity, how Ethereum is beating Bitcoin at its own game. And last but not least, the main topic today is Coinbase reveals serious warning amid sudden $400 billion Bitcoin and crypto price crash. All right. So before we get into the articles, I just want to say welcome to Dave's Daily Crypto Take. If you're listening into the podcast realm, you can catch me on Apple, Spotify, and Google. Uh, If you do so, please leave a rating and a review. It does help the channel. If you're on the YouTube space and watching the videos, please like, share, and subscribe. And if you can, if you'd like to know more about uh, anything about the crypto world, you can comment down below. All right, let's get into it. Article one is major reasons. Oh, sorry. Article one is Cardano's drop to $2 more than just a bearish breakout. So over the past few weeks, Cardano has kept the altcoin market and its investors engaged as the asset breached into a new all-time high of $3.10. However, since breaking above $3, Cardano did not demonstrate the same strength. And over the past seven days, the asset dipped regularly on the chart. Now, as ADA's value dropped alongside the market's collective fall, the question is whether a period of correction beckons the third largest digital asset. So a 45-day hold. As observed in the chart, Cardano lost support of the exponential and simple moving average 20 for the first time since July 21st. During the entirety of the rally, the asset did not break below the moving averages, acting as immediate support. At press time, a massive red candle was reserved. It was the first sign of correction for the asset. The drawdown over the last 24 hours went to $2, but there was a quick correction above $2.50. From a profitability side of things, more than 80% of the addresses were in profit and only 15% were incurring a loss as identified in the chart below. With Cardano already reaching $2, calling for another bottom could be risky. The collapse, however, indicated that profit-taking could be in full swing for the next few days. 
in between $1.70 and $2.58, more than 4.45 billion ADA tokens were accumulated by 280,000 addresses. The average value of these ADA tokens remained around $2, which may explain ADA's immediate bounce back from the $2 mark. However, the adjusted transfer volumes were also indicative of a shift that took place right before the collapse. At $2.85, Cardano holders pulled the trigger? Question mark. Yesterday, right before the crash, it was observed that the average transfer value on Cardano reached a new peak that hasn't been witnessed all year long. At around $2.85, the average transfer value crossed $0.5 million, which indicated massive investors on the move. A few hours later, the market collectively began to fall, which led to the eventual drop down to $2. From this information, an inference can be drawn that ADA's drop was not completely coincidental, as whale investors might have played a part in it as well. As usual, retail was not ready for the drop, and liquidations were witnessed across the board. At press time, as market structure remained fractured, the dust was beginning to settle for the time being. So there you guys have it. Is Cardano's drop to $2 more than just a bearish breakout? Comment down below and let me know what you guys think about it. Let's take a look at article two. Major reasons for Bitcoin and Ethereum's sudden decline in price. Individuals who receive crypto notifications on their cell phones can attest that crypto markets today tanked. Bitcoin recording an 11% loss. Ethereum is 15% with a drop of 13% in the 24-hour total market capitalization. This data was in an extract from CoinGecko. <clears throat> El Salvador's Bitcoin adoption results in price surge. However, the notification didn't explain why they were crashing or correcting since everything has been moving swimmingly. Also, Ethereum-based NFTs engage in ball business and Bitcoin is now a legal tender in El Salvador. Bete Lunde, an analyst with Arkin Research, told Decrypt that such huge stories led the crypto market to exaggerate pricing. He added that this might have been the issue presently. However, on June 4th, traders who bet on future crypto prices received just a little bullish. This was a day before the El Salvador's president's announcement on submitting a bill to adopt Bitcoin as legal tender. Bitcoin was previously worth $37,000 before the announcement. Then it rose back again to $53,000 in three months. But when the day, which coincidentally was yesterday, September 7th, came, the price dipped. However, the long leveraged positions increased the dip. For instance, crypto traders can receive 100 times leverage on exchange Bybit. This means that you're allowed to trade 10 Bitcoins if you invest one-tenth of a BTC. Receiving leverages are fun once there is a price rise. It enables speculators with less capital to also gain from the market bull. The price drip uh, yesterday was enough to induce liquidations for those who have been long on Bitcoin. This means that the price drop made more investors sell off their holdings, increasing the liquidation rate. Ethereum and other cryptos prices tank abruptly. According to Lunde, the altcoin's bullish appetite in the past months could have led to price exaggerations in the market. However, a close analysis reveals that it's still the altcoin's good month. For instance, Cardano records a 60% rise even with the 17% slash of today. In addition, it plans to launch a smart contract on its network this weekend. 
Ripple XRP, despite today's 23% decline in price, is still up for the month by 34%. Binance Coin in the past 24 hours lost 18%, but is still high by 15% considering the price last month. However, traders of all altcoins also evaluate the price would keep rising. Based on the data from a platform trading on futures Bybit, the 24-hour liquidation volume of Bitcoin is about $1.5 billion. For Ethereum, $900 million has taken the same path. However, it seems that Solana has immune to the mayhem. Sol price keeps setting a new all-time high a couple of times this weekly. It has displaced XRP by market capitalization to become the sixth largest crypto. So there you guys have it. Here, major reasons for Bitcoin and Ethereum's sudden decline in price. Comment down below and let me know what you guys think about that. All right, Article 3. Panama unveils bill to make Bitcoin legal tender. The proposal comes one day after El Salvador officially adopted the cryptocurrency. In what could be the beginning of a global trend, Panama is exploring a fast follow of El Salvador's official embrace of Bitcoin. The day after El Salvador adopted Bitcoin as legal tender, Panamanian congressman Gabriel Silva introduced a bill designed to provide legal, regulatory, and fiscal certainty to the use, holding, and issuance of digital value and crypto assets in the Republic of Panama. The bill, entitled Crypto Law, Making Panama Compatible with the Digital Economy, Blockchain, Crypto Assets, and the Internet, was announced on Twitter by Silva on Wednesday. In his tweet, Silva said that the bill had the potential to create jobs, attract investment, and foster greater government transparency. Cryptocurrency advocates like Silva view Bitcoin, Ethereum, and Dogecoin as the future of money for the globe. The underlying blockchain technology allows these currencies to work by creating a digital ledger that records transactions instead of relying on a central bank to underwrite. And crypto fans would say, manipulate the value of the cryptocurrency. The new Panamanian bill aims to promote the use of cryptocurrency and other digital assets, similar to legislation in its fellow Central American country, El Salvador. But it also outlines an expansion of government use of blockchain technology for purposes of identity and transparency. The World Economic Forum and other institutions have explored the potential for blockchain technology to mitigate corruption. But deploying the technology in this way and at a national scale would be unprecedented move with a dizzying array of implications. El Salvador's national Bitcoin rollout has been bumpy. Should Panama pass its crypto law, it may provide another fascinating test case for the cryptocurrency adoption at a national level. Two nations working to adopt crypto does not necessarily make a trend, but it could mark the start of one. So there you guys have it. Panama unveils bill to make Bitcoin legal tender. Comment down below and let me know if you think that Panama is going to be successful and overtake El Salvador, or do you think they are going to crumble and don't know what they're going to be doing in the next few months? Comment down below and let me know what you guys think. All right. Uh, I just like to take a little short break right now just to say thank you very much to all my supporters. I've been looking at the analytics and I've seen a lot of people supporting me in South America and also in the European countries. Thank you so much. I also see a few in Africa and also in Southeast Asia. So yes, if you're checking me out on the podcast, Apple, Spotify, or Google, 
And if you're in the YouTube space, please like, share, and subscribe. Thank you so much. Article number four, digital scarcity, how Ethereum is beating Bitcoin at its own game. Ethereum has long been put up against top crypto Bitcoin for the majority of its existence. The fact that the former possesses more use cases has led a lot of investors to believe that it will be more valuable than Bitcoin in the long run. When it comes to performance, Ethereum has actually lived up to investors' expectations of it, outperforming Bitcoin year on year for the last couple of years. While performance metrics remain important, Ethereum has moved the competition into broader spaces. It is no secret that exchange reserves have been plummeting this year, leading to never-before-seen levels in a bull market. Outflows to exchanges have far exceeded inflows, suggesting that investors are accumulating rather than selling their coins. In the same vein, Ethereum exchange reserves have fallen lower than that of Bitcoin. Both assets have shown increasing levels of coin scarcity, but Matrix uh, points out to Ethereum scarcity levels being higher than that of Bitcoin. Ethereum liquidity falls below the Bitcoin. <clears throat> Exchange balances of both assets relative to their circulating supply have both fallen this year. The downward trend has continued even as a market rallied due to another bull market. Currently, the exchange balances of Bitcoin relative to its total circulating supply have hit a three and a half year low at 13.32%. The last time Bitcoin had recorded exchange balances this low had been in 2018 when the bull market was on its last legs. Ethereum, on the other hand, had exchange balance levels relative to its circulating supply sitting at a shockingly low 12.93%. This means that the liquid ETH supply in the market has fallen below Bitcoin. Centralized exchanges have been the hardest hit with outflows. Exchange reserves have been down put on just top two cryptocurrencies, but also across the altcoin net market. The chart below shows a macro trend of ETH and BTC and their increased scarcity over time. Factors that could counter this. Well, the data used to present these numbers had been taken from the only centralized exchanges. Decentralized exchanges where decentralized finance, DeFi has thrived, were not taken into account. With so many investors taking advantage of DeFi, decentralized exchanges have seen increasing patronage of their services. Thus, this could explain why exchange balances on centralized exchanges are so low while also showing that the liquid supply of Ethereum could, in fact, not be lower than Bitcoin. Also, not all of the centralized exchange balances were actually taken. One prominent centralized exchange that was left out of these matrix is FTX. So this could have led to a significant underestimate of the current exchange balance relative to liquid supply, meaning that both Bitcoin and Ethereum could have higher percentages than presented in this report. Nonetheless, the data still shows that ETH is becoming more scarce on centralized exchanges, leading to more scarcity on these avenues than there is for Bitcoin. At the time of writing, ETH is trading at $3,365, and Bitcoin continues to trade at $45,700. So what do you guys think about this article, Digital Scarcity, How Ethereum is Beating Bitcoin at Its Own Game? Comment down below and let me know if you hold any Ethereum or if you still hold the King Crypto Bitcoin. All right. Last but not least, let's take a look at the main topic today. 
Coinbase reveals serious warning amid sudden $400 billion Bitcoin and crypto price crash. Bitcoin and cryptocurrency prices have crashed after surging toward their all-time highs, even as El Salvador becomes the world's first country to make Bitcoin legal tender, and despite a viral plan to pump the price. The Bitcoin price yesterday dropped as low as $42,900 per Bitcoin on the Luxembourg-based Bitstamp crypto exchange, down from over $52,000 just a few days earlier. The Bitcoin price has since slightly rebounded, though it had and most other cryptocurrencies remain at least 10% off their recent peaks, wiping around $400 billion from the $2 trillion crypto market. Now, major Bitcoin and crypto exchange Coinbase has revealed the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC, has warned it will sue Coinbase if it launches a new digital asset lending product. The SEC has issued Coinbase an official warning that it intends to sue the company in court. Paul Gruel, the company's chief legal officer, revealed in a blog post that was further expanded on by Coinbase chief executive Brian Armstrong via Twitter, who called the warning sketchy behavior. Coinbase now plans to delay the launch of its Bitcoin and crypto lending service until at least October, according to Gruel. Despite Coinbase keeping Lend off the market and providing detailed information, the SEC still won't explain why they see a problem, Gruel wrote. Rather, they have now told us that if we launch Lend, they intend to sue. They are refusing to offer any opinion in writing in the industry on what should be allowed and why, and instead are engaging in intimidation tactics behind closed doors, added Armstrong. Whatever their theory is here, it feels like a reach, land, grab versus other regulators. In July, Forbes broke the news that the U.S. state of New Jersey was ordering the cryptocurrency platform BlockFi to suspend its interesting bearing Bitcoin and crypto assets that raised about $15 billion from uh, investors. At the time of writing, Bitcoin price was $44,626. The warning to Coinbase comes after the new SEC chair, Gary Gensler, has been called on by politicians to clarify what the regulator is doing to rein in the booming and scam-ridden crypto industry. Gensler, in turn, has called for the SEC to have the explicit authority to monitor crypto exchanges, citing the need for investor protection. At about $2 trillion of value worldwide, it's at the level and the nature that if it's going to have any relevance five and 10 years from now, it's going to be within a public policy framework. Gensler told the Financial Times in an interview late last month and called on Bitcoin and crypto exchanges to talk to us, come in. Armstrong has claimed via Twitter that the SEC refused to meet with him earlier this year. So what do you guys think about this? Coinbase reveals for serious warning amid sudden $400 billion Bitcoin and crypto price crash. Is the SEC just a devil with thorns or do you think they're actually protecting the investors? All right, uh, let's take a look at the prices one more time before we wrap it up. Number one, BTC, $46,153. Ethereum, $3,485. Cardano, $2.44. Binance Coin, $411. Tether, $1. Solana, $209. XRP, $1.10. Dogecoin, $0.25. USD Coin, $1. And last but not least, Polkadot, $0.25.
$27.83. So there you guys have it. Thank you so much for making it this far into the podcast and YouTube video. Again, catch me on Apple, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. And in the YouTube space, please like, share, and subscribe. I hope you guys have a lovely crypto day, and I'll see you guys in the next one. Peace.